This is the Transformation Bros Podcast. Here are your hosts, Jason and Nathan. Hey guys, welcome back to episode number four of the Transformation Bros. Here's my brother, Jason. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> How you doing? Good. Really good. Glad to be here. What are we, what are we talking about today, Nathan? Man, big stuff. I honestly, I could not be feeling more aligned and more just alive right now. Mm. Um, so I've been doing it on a juice fast. I'm on day two of a three-day juice fast. Oh, that's got to yeah. be good. Well, it is. I mean, have you ever done a juice fast? You've fasted before, eh? I've fasted, and it's it's pretty tough, but it does give real clarity, doesn't it? I didn't, I didn't notice that last time. Yeah, well, the thing, I, what I notice is when you do this juicing thing, and I've read this before, is a lot of people get really angry. Like <laughs> angry. You, yeah, because you're hungry, right? And you get angry. And so I, I went into this juice fast with a couple of different reasons. Like I wanted to, um, I was feeling really unhealthy. You know, I was just um, eating crappy food and stuff and just, I, I think I have quite a um, bad response to gluten. And it just has me feel really like bloated, uh, tired and everything. But, you know, it's my favorite thing. <laughs> I love gluten. Yeah, Preferably, I've been going through that too. Remember, like, sugar. yeah, getting rid of the gluten has been pretty, I don't know if it's life-changing, but I think I can definitely feel the benefits of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wanted to do the fast just to really like blast it out of the system, do a cleanse, and then really just feel what it feels like to be without that. So that was my first intention. And then um, I wanted to feel I've got a really interesting relationship with food. You know, like it's, it's so, it's so deep. Like when I really think about it, it's like I use food to comfort myself. I use food when I'm bored. I, I use food just to feel like I'm doing something. Um, I use food to like give me a little bit of joy, you know, like I can't wait mm. to eat certain types of food just so I can feel that feeling. And it's having me, like, because of this gluten thing, it's having me feel really crappy, you know, because I just eat crap. And mm. so I wanted to fast because here's my idea behind it, is whatever those feelings that get driven up when you're hungry, that's what's keeping you um, handcuffed to food. Ooh. Yeah. That's good. And I was like, okay, take me into them. I want to feel them. And what you and I both believe is that feelings are there to be felt not suppressed mm, mm, and so if con- for me if i'm constantly suppressing this with food i never get to feel the feeling mm. so i'm like take me deep make me hungry and see what comes up and man it's been wild it's been a wild journey wow. that's brave man Thanks. it's funny how we're on similar journeys at the moment because i've got this no coffee and then i had that little health scare with my pancreatitis no coffee, no coffee before the pancreatitis yeah, because Why did do that? I was I was so hungover. Remember, I had that uh, blitz with my good mate, and uh, couldn't stomach it for a couple of days. And then I got that massive headache, and I was like, "Shit, this is not, this and is not good." Withdrawal. Yeah, caffeine caffeine withdrawal for like a whole week. Um, and then I was like, "No, nah, I'm going to cut that shit out because if that's what it's doing to me when I'm not drinking it, I want to um, maybe remove that toxin from my body." And then that little pancreatitis incident, now no alcohol. So um, feeling really good. Yeah, feel so, clean. Yeah, yeah, feel a lot cleaner, 
bit sharper, exercising more. Is it? Yeah. Um, but is there a part of you that's it's, finds it boring? Like, is there a part of you that's like, oh, I can see where I use coffee now. Oh, I can see where I use alcohol now. This is the point oh, I'd normally have a drink. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And I'd already noticed that coffee was like. Um, everyone needs their first one in the day, but like around 11 o'clock or if it was 2 p.m., I'd be, it's a comfort. Yeah. Def, this is the feeling. This is the feeling yeah. I want to get to the bottom of. Like, what is the yeah. comfort? Mm. And when we when we go for that drink of alcohol, like for me, it's red wine. I want one after work or whatever. What am I doing? What am I trying to – what's the feeling? Trying to suppress. Of, yeah, mm. I want to feel good. I don't want to feel overwhelmed. I don't want to feel tired. I know alcohol will settle everything down. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Well, it's interesting that it, that water doesn't do that. What's that all about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we crave water? I guess we do in some yeah. shape or form, but yeah. Yeah, so what did you find uh, as you've gone on? Well, I'm in it, right? I'm right in it. So, mm. you know, I'll, I'll report my um, official findings next week. <laughs> But, um, well, so the first thing is this clarity was such a shock to me just because I'd come from a, uh, you know, from like, it takes about a week to build up to the fast. It's a whole protocol you have to follow. So you start weaning off alcohol, caffeine, and then sugar and processed foods till you're just eating fruit the day before and then into the juice. So I've been kind of, it hasn't been just the juicing part. It's been a real lead in for the last week. Are we starting to sound boring? <laughs> yeah. oh, the transformation is, bros don't uh, have any fun at all just juice and, this is life. yeah yeah because I, I think this is like for me it's a form of sobriety you know mm. and that's why i asked you like does it feel boring when you, you know not having alcohol because it's like sobriety does seem boring there's a part of our brain but it's the part that is masking something is the part that's getting mm. bored because mm. what i'm feeling and this, this clarity is like, wow, this is how I'm meant to live. I'm meant to have this incredible clarity. My body feels completely at peace. You know, it doesn't feel like there's any tension on it. There's no inflammation. I don't feel bloated. I don't feel tired. My skin feels clearer and like my skin feels like hydrated. I'm like, oh, wow. Like this is how the body is meant to operate. And so weirdly, like I've, I've felt hungry, but it hasn't triggered any <laughs> any like major reactions i i notice i think about food when i'm hungry like i you know i'm like oh god now i want bacon and eggs oh god oh now i want uh you know i want some sliders you know i just have these little cravings mm. um but mainly it's been utilizing this clarity and when i've been meditating in this clear space my meditations have been off the chart like mm. i've been going to a place that's just so peaceful and so um aligned i would say aligned the source it's like i've gone to the next level in the game it's unreal wow yeah geez and that's is this the first time that's happened yeah it's and it's, yeah. i gotta preface it because maybe you're listening you're like oh i gotta do a juice fast it's not the juice fast it's like it's everything i've been doing for the last couple of years combined yeah. with the juice fast so it's mm. it's the transformed version of me going into this fasting period we you know with that new awareness yeah and intention and all and you've also you've already been uh, meditating so yeah you're, exactly you're doubled yeah. down doubling down on it yeah 
and I just um oh you know the simplest thing is just how tired I normally feel compared mm. to how I feel now and I'm like oh man I feel so much more capable in this space than when I'm just dragging my ass around all the time so it's really profound um I did uh so meditation I did yesterday was next level there's also something about abstaining that just feels good mm. you know, when you're abstaining from something you've done a few different abstaining challenges as well <laughs> um but it feels yeah. there's something where you feel like I have control over my body. You know, my body's not running me. I'm running my body. Um, I was listening to Joe Dispenza yesterday and he was saying that our body is where all the habits lie. So our body's the thing that craves the food. Oh, we get horny. We've got to go and jerk off. Oh, um, uh, we, we've got to eat. Yeah, we get triggered by go, this thing. Yeah. And so we mm. have to respond this way. So he was saying like, you have to, in your meditation and everything, you have to create a new belief. And so your body's going to have all this um, impulse to do all these different things, but you have to sit through that impulse and not break through it. That's how we create a whole new reality. That's how we transform is by using your mind to create a whole new thought process while your body's having all these impulses. So it feels quite uncomfortable. So the fact that I'm not eating and I'm hungry, yet I'm not doing anything about it, it just feels like I'm really getting control of that impulse. Mm. It's having mm. a really, really incredible effect on me. Yeah, and they say the body keeps score. So I mean, you're you're doing the opposite of that. You're, you know, people. You talked about being lethargic and inflammation, and I know what it's like with my belly when I'm getting when I'm eating too much. It actually gets uncomfortable. It's like the body keeps the score, doesn't it? Does. So when we can bring it back the other way, you start to feel better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so this has been huge. Yeah. Trying to figure out what to do now, like coming out of it. Because um, I don't want to let this feeling go now. <laughs> yeah, and you have to eat eventually, right? Yeah. That's or are right. you going to stay on the juice? Well, I think I'm going to, because the juice is so powerful, like you're getting all these vitamins and nutrients, boom, in one hit. So you wouldn't want to live off the juice because it's, you know, it's not great long term, but I think I'm going to add one to my morning, every morning maybe. Mm, mm. And just have that be my start of my day, just have this big hit of vitamins and nutrients and everything from vegetables and fruit. I think one of the funny things here is like, People don't know, but we both tried the sleep apnea machine recently. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we both like feel so shit in the morning. Yeah. I'm actually jealous or envious of um, morning people because it's such an amazing time of the day. But um, I got to drag my sorry ass out of bed. Once I'm out, I'm fine. But I always sort of feel a bit sort of sluggish and shitty. But I'm noticing with this um, better eating and you know the no alcohol and the no coffee i'm definitely feeling better in the morning and now i'm exercising more i just watched a youtube video yesterday on how to build a habit for exercise and the guy was talking about on your calendar put a cross on every day that you do one thing you know an elevated heart rate one exercise for like 20 minutes half an hour 
So I've been doing that, and that's that's working out really good. But it it's self fulfilling, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It's kind of like the more we do it, the better we feel. And I've woken up the last few mornings, maybe for the last week, just feeling way better. I haven't even told you that. No, you haven't. That's a big breakthrough. It's a big breakthrough, especially at my age. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think that, yeah. Uh, You know, for me, like last week, I was feeling that, you know, we talked about overwhelm, right? Mm. And you couldn't find me in two more different places. Mm. From being like really deep in a pattern of overwhelm and sabotage to now feeling like completely aligned, completely clear, charging my body, feeling good. Um, so that's something I want to really keep awareness of is, oh, my pattern here would be, man, I feel great. You know, this is working. Getting control of food is having a huge impact on me. How will I sabotage that? Like what's my pattern now to keep myself down, to hold myself down? And it's so instant. Like I actually find if I've gone, been for a run, like um, yesterday, I'll be sitting at home probably an hour and I'm like, I need biscuits. I need chocolate. <laughs> like it's actually, and it's, this is not the first time, it actually happens a lot. If I go three days of exercising really well, eating well, doing that sort of stuff, it's like that that thing's got to come in. We've got yeah. to. So that's what I think we're trying to look at here is what is, you know, why is that? Why do we have that? Yeah, or the self-sabotaging. You know, like I'm doing so great right now because it's undeniable. You can't miss it in myself. I know. And it's, you know, so I feel great. Everything's going well. Next minute, chocolate. Need it. And then it's spend the next hour trying not to succumb to that craving. I wonder if it's a biological thing or an actual chemical thing. Well, I... It's, it's a habit, right? Like it's something happened that you created that habit to soothe whatever you were feeling. And now mm. the body just goes, when I feel this feeling, this is what we do. So mm. it's become now just an impulse in your body. It's not a thought that you have. Well, it's bloody annoying. Yeah, it is annoying. So the key is, again, it's like to sit with it. Instead of going and grabbing the chocolate biscuits, sitting with it and go like, what am I actually trying to do here? Am I rewarding myself because I did some exercise? Am I am I scared that the whole thing's going to collapse because it's going so well? So I, I, I want to comfort that fear with some food. Is it that I just want to, you know, fuck it all up? Like am I intentionally trying to like stuff it all up because it kind of I like raging against myself sometimes? Like these are all the types of patterns that can be underneath it. Yeah, that's great. I've, I didn't think to sit with it. I had it yesterday. Yeah. And actually just sit with it, find the feeling in the body and sit there and really, really feel it. Thanks for that. That's really good. And what and does your body do when you don't give it what it wants? That's why I say like with the juice, yeah. like some people get angry, right? That's where the anger comes. So just notice, oh, there's anger that's being masked under this. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's really good. But for me in the moment, it feels like rewarding myself, but I don't believe it. I don't believe that's what it is. I, that's what it feels like. But I reckon it, I'm going to sit with that next time because, yeah. yeah, it's a great idea. Again, this is what we we harp on about it every week now, but it's awareness mm. is the, the agent of transformation. It's the key to transformation. Mm. So it's just being a little bit more observant. And this is the win. 
like a lot of people say, um, oh, I'm doing meditation wrong. You know, meditation is not working for me because I keep thinking. And it's like, no, the win is noticing that you're keeping thinking. Yeah. Who's noticing? <laughs> Who's yeah, noticing yeah. the thinking? So even by the fact that you are noticing the fact that you keep getting stuck in your head, that's the win. And so the fact that, okay, oh, gosh, I notice I really want chocolate when I've been exercising for a few days, that's the win. You notice something. Yeah, yeah. Rather than being asleep through it and just yeah. repeating that pattern. Yeah, that's yeah. really, really good. Yeah. Speaking of meditation too, I, I, I've been teaching a few people this, that when they don't, because most people don't think they know how to meditate or can't meditate, but I reckon there's two things. One is just the act of setting aside five or ten minutes for yourself, even if you just sit there and wonder what the hell you're doing. I reckon there's real power in that. Sure. Just taking that time. What's the power yeah. in it? Um, it's probably more of what you're talking about with the food is like rather than staying ahead of these um, of the discomfort. You know, like when we're busy, when we're just always doing stuff, we don't have to think, we don't have to feel, we don't have to get drop into our body. So by giving yourself that five or ten minutes initially, um, that's what you're doing basically. It's a gift to yourself, isn't it? I'm actually going to sit here and feel. I'm going to sit here and resist. I'm going to, you know, do whatever it is that you're going to do. And your mind time. doesn't want to do it. My mind never wants to meditate. It's like, oh, we've just got a couple more things to do. I just want to um, check Instagram and I've got to send those emails. I've got to shoot down, grab something to eat and we'll meditate later if that's cool with you. But yeah. that's constantly what my yeah. mind's negotiating. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's never time. There's never time to meditate. That's what the mind says. You know, we don't have enough time. We've got to, there's more important things to do. I always find that one interesting for myself. So I do have to, if I, when I notice that, I'm like, okay, okay that next thing that I was going to do might not be as important. Again, that's the awareness. So that's yeah. the win. That, that little mm. overcoming of, a, mm. you know, that habitual pattern, that is the win. Jason and Nathan. And I'm, you're the same, big proponents for actually meditating. I know it sounds all woo-woo and spiritual and, and that, but, it, you know, ever since I started four or five years ago, it stopped the kind of running from myself. It's what the workaholic does or the person who's always constantly moving, moving, moving. You're just staying just ahead of whatever it is that's driving yeah. us, the shit. And, yeah, I mean, I, as you know, I went through some terrible shit when I actually slowed down and actually started to, to feel and actually drop into, those, into that time. It's pretty hard well, to sell, I reckon. Great. I'm not telling you. <laughs> <laughs> it's top secret. <laughs> hey, it's just you and me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I went through lots of things. Yeah. Thanks for listening, team. We yeah. really appreciate it. Thanks. Nice to have you on board. All three of you. Yeah. Yeah. What did I go through? <laughs> You're actually not going to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I try to think. What did I go through? What did I go through? I went through um so I went through dealing with my shit. Yeah, I think that was the first thing was like, um, it's not in a self-deprecating way, but in a way of like understanding myself and then noticing how I was operating in the world, how I wasn't connected. Um, 
that played out in so many different areas in my life, of course. Um, yeah. And then, I mean, my parenting, my business, I could go on. Mm. Yeah. Making me sad. Oh. Feel that? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I feel who who I was in those moments, actually. That's really interesting. Mm. But that's... I can be with that, actually. Actually, actually, what's really interesting right now is I do feel sad. I do feel sad for that old version of me. Mm. I do feel sad that, you know, I put myself, my family, and and people through that version of me. But normally I wouldn't want to to feel that. But it's, I can actually feel it right now in a way that's comforting because I've been through it. I went there. Yeah, was old me definitely would never have felt sad. I didn't want, like I'd do anything to not feel sad. In fact, as you know, I built a whole persona subconsciously throughout my whole life that I was I was Mister Happy. Yeah, yeah. and funny thing now, um, you feel proud of it, yourself. Like, do you come through that? Do you work through it? I'd feel prouder if it didn't take so much bloody work. <laughs> if it had happened quicker. Um, I do I do feel proud of myself, but it's taken years. Um, and why you should so be proud? What's that? Isn't that why you should be proud? Because it's taken such consistent effort. Yeah, thanks for that. I really appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate I you taking the time to acknowledge that. Yeah. yeah. It's an interesting one, isn't it? Because I feel like, Old me felt it was more courageous to stay ahead of it, to keep going, yeah. to keep keep moving, keep on top of it. And you can feel mm. a part of that now still. No, I, I, it's interesting. What are you doing to me? But I'm, I'm feeling it hard to, to feel proud of myself. It's really interesting. And yet I do know how far I've come. Well, the thing and is it's taken a lot, but... You mm. are the most happiest, powerful, centered, loving, connected that I've ever seen you. So it's like it's taken a while, but wow, like you get the rewards every day in your I business do. with your kids. Mm. Yeah, it's very true. You're speaking the truth, Mr. Nathan Seawood. Mm. I only it's very true. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. I think. Do you feel like you did it wrong or something? The process, you didn't do it right? Huh. No. Oh, I. Jeez. I think it's more like I could have done it better or quicker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That feels like human nature, doesn't it? Could have done it quicker, could have done it better. Um, it's almost like you're beating yourself up a bit. <laughs> yeah, isn't that interesting? Yeah. Well, that's enough for episode number four. Leave Jason hanging. No, look, I I I do feel amazing, and you're right. I'm the happiest and probably the most successful that I've 
been in my life. I think the interesting thing is most I had such a, a mask and such a persona to present that at all times that most people wouldn't know the difference. Right. Unless we have a deep conversation or we, you know, drop like into this. these areas like this. Yeah, that's right. Um, I didn't get any more funny. That's for sure. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. No, it's a it's a it's a good I, point you make. I, I feel I feel similar in a way that I don't know. It's hard for me to remember what I was like, say in my twenties, say you know, ten, twelve years ago, my mid twenties. Mm. Um, but I feel completely different. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh like man, a different that's an understatement. Yeah, that's an understatement. Yeah. Hmm. So that all started from meditation. <laughs> That's right. Isn't that how we got here? Well, it, it, I mean, it is true. It's Again, it's coming back to awareness, but that's created one of the easiest ways we can bring awareness to our life is through meditation. Or it's not even meditation. It's just sitting down and noticing yourself. What's yeah, going focusing, on? What focusing on the breath. Yeah. yeah. Um, I noticed a lot in my meditation the last couple of days how how I'm getting so much better and at dropping into my body and just realizing, boy, you know, I, I, I live in my mind. I live in my head. That's just my default setting. Like a lot of mm. us, but I'm getting mm. better and better, at like dropping into my body. And this is only experiential. Like I can't give you this by talking about it. Like, so even by talking about it, you're only going to get, you're only going to think about an idea in your head, but that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> mm, mm. But my experience of life when I live in my body is a completely different experience. Like, I, oh yeah, I, life is completely different when I'm just in my mm. body. I can still use my mind when I need it, but I'm my primary place that I live in is is in my body, and when I do that, wow. I just feel so aligned, so present, so connected. Mm, mm. You're talking about um, intuition as well, aren't you? When you're talking about that, what do you can you describe what? Well, in yeah, your body means? I, I, intuition would be something that happens when you're in your body and you notice it. Mm. But I'm saying where my attention lies. Normally, my attention would be stuck at the front of my forehead, just mm. thinking, "What am I going to do next?" Da da da. Oh, that person, this, this person, that. Oh, why is that happening to me? Da 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 da. But if I can slow that down and silence it or even just ignore it. You know, it can be chatting away in my mind, but I'm not living there. Where I'm living, my awareness is down in my body, in my chest, in mm, my belly, mm. noticing if my shoulders are tight, breathing. And then, yeah, I'm much more in tune there with my intuition. I'm in tune with my heart. Mm. So an example we talked about the other day is uh, with this guy that I'm dating. Shout out to the guy I'm dating. He's doing great. Nice. <laughs> Good work. Um, we'll see. We'll see how he goes at level five. Um, Ooh, we'll have to talk about this another day. Yeah, for sure. I told him he can't listen to the podcast. Um, it's too <laughs> revealing. It's like when you're dating someone, you want to be kind of mysterious and just like, you know, trip out little bits of yourself at a time. I've got a podcast out there that basically <laughs> spills every millimeter of what I'm feeling and thinking inside, including yeah. what I'm about to tell you. So I noticed uh, we, after 
I don't know, something happened the other day. I can't remember what it was, but I noticed myself closing. And mm, mm. again, I, I wouldn't even know that I was doing that unless I had awareness. So mm-hmm. I had to be in my body first and notice that I was closing my heart. Or else mm. I'd just be up in my head analyzing everything. I know this is a new thing for you to feel that. Really way. new, really, really mm. new. And yeah, just notice I was closing. And what that looked like is I was kind of cold towards him. I didn't want to engage with him. Um, you know, up in my head a little bit. And that's closing, you know. Mm. To be open-hearted would be to be connected, to be loving, to be sharing what I'm feeling with him, you know, to stay in that. And I noticed I was completely closing off to him. Can and we share that you're coming from the feminine there? Yeah, that's a very feminine energy, mm. which I'm just embracing more and more in my life. It's just how much I love being in that energy, mm. um, which is primarily about being in your body. And feeling, mm, noticing mm. what you're feeling. Good point. And later that day, I was driving down the road and I was like, my mind was going crazy. It's like, oh, you're closing off to him. It's because he did that and he's not the right person for you. And you need someone that's like this and he's not right. Why does he keep doing that? Da da da. And maybe you should have done this. God, you're so annoying when you do that. Why are you so mean to guys when they did it? My mind was. No like, one else has that running around in their head, eh? <laughs> no <laughs> you know, like he'd, he'd stuff. Yeah. But then I, I just it just clicked for me. I was like, oh, I'm in my head. I wonder what's happening in my body. And so while mm. I was driving, I just dropped into my body. And my body was like feeling very betrayed by something mm. that he had done. Mm. And I was like, oh, I feel really betrayed. And I was able just to feel betrayal in my body. I can't tell you what that wow. feels like, I could, but I knew, you know, when you yeah. tune into your body, you know what these sensations are. You can the body tells you what it's feeling. Wow! And so I w- I had this whole mental chatter going on for hours about whatever was happening. None of it was correct. Mm. The truth was I was feeling really betrayed. And once I could be with that and sit with it and kind of heal it a little bit myself and take responsibility for it, I could communicate it with them. And it took me a couple of days. It's because it's new for me. But then I was able to communicate, hey, when this happened the other day, I just have to say I felt really betrayed by this. Um, and da 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 and, and I would love it if we could have this. You know, just just communicating it. Communicating in your feelings too, which we you know, we'll talk more about that, I'm sure. But sure. that's that's powerful. Yeah. Really powerful. So that's an example. That's what I mean. When I say I'm living in my body, it means mm. I'm I'm tapping into my body. What's actually happening? What am I actually feeling? What is my body trying to tell me? What's mm. And then you feel it, you heal it, you move on. You feel mm. it, you heal it. That's a trademark. I'm going to grab. Love it. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I experience it as well. Um, not not in the same way, but the way I experience it in, in most days is rather than reacting, as we've talked about before, I just wait and I just feel. Like oh. exactly what you're saying, I get out of my head. Because the head's an excellent servant but a terrible master. And, like, when I drop into my body, I'll be like, I wait. And that's the trick. And then it comes. It's really fascinating. And I noticed uh, just a wee short thing on my parenting style over the last few years. I've noticed, like, when the kids will say, you know, can we do this or that? Or, like, no. Is it? I don't think we've talked about this before, but you and I have talked about it lots. When no is my first instinct. And so I noticed, you know, over the last 12 months, 
I wait after they ask me, and then can I, I can I pause there for a sec. Mm-hmm. What's the what's the feeling behind the no, the impulse no? It's a good question, but I think it's just a feat. I think it's okay. Yeah, if you I don't think that, that, that I think that's like, intellectual. Well, yeah, there's a part of it like when you go, oh no, like what is it behind that? Is it overwhelm? Is it stress? Is it fear of having to do something you don't want to do? Hmm, feels like frustration. But I'm not sure, like, because these in these instances, it wouldn't be that I'd have to do something. So it's it's more like an irritation yeah. just from asking. I've, yeah. I've, you know, it's not who I am, of course, but that's what it, that's what's there for me. Yeah, um, that'll be, mate, again, that's something mm, in your body. It's got mm, nothing to do with the kids in that moment. No. It's a resistance to another request or something. Yeah, or I'm busy or... You're interrupting, or yeah, it's really <laughs> yeah, good, really good right. question. So that's mm. the way you're transforming your parenting in that moment is by bringing awareness to it and going, "Hang on, I'm not a no. I love my kids. I want to be present for them. I want to connect with them, hear what they want. It might still be a no, but I don't want to come from that reactive no." Yeah, because that's, that's not right. who I'm committed to being as a parent. So, yeah, that's right. And for months, it played out as verbally me saying actually no that's not a no you can do that <laughs> yeah and yeah but that's quite it was quite i don't think vulnerable is the right word but it just you know it didn't feel good to rescind but um it definitely worked and the kids loved it oh i think and that's how you know it's working when it's uncomfortable honestly mm. because mm. you're overcoming a pattern that was really pushing you towards something yeah that's right so discomfort often is People feel like I'm doing it wrong, especially I get this with my clients a lot. It's it's not working. It feels awkward and it's clunky and I'm not doing it right. Totally. (laughs) You're overcoming the habit of a lifetime. That's so true. That's another podcast for sure because doing just taking the easy route, um, it doesn't take any work at all, does it? No. Is that? Yeah. The comfort's kind of the indicator or the, 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 yeah, letting you know to do something different. I love you, my brother. I love spending this time with you. Uh, Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. I hope you got something out of this. And see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. That was the Transformation Bros with Jason and Nathan. 